and welcome to Ephesians on Stress to the Nines. Through October 8th, we will be studying this famous New Testament letter. Join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines. It is so good to see you on this Monday, October the 4th. We're going to wrap up the book of Ephesians over the coming five days. So that means next week we'll be on to something else. What will that be? It's up to you. So if you have thoughts, suggestions, uh, throw them into the comments section today or contact me and let me know what you would like to do for our next book of the Bible. Uh, we will begin be starting that book next Monday. For today, we remain in what are called the household codes in the book of Ephesians. Uh, these are uh, this wisdom, if you want to call it that, for organizing the household, the Christian household, in the midst of a pagan world. So last Friday, if you recall, we talked about wives and their role in the household, particularly in ways that that passage has been abused by others in the history of the church to impose upon women fairly draconian lives, which is not at all what was intended here nor how this passage should be applied. So now we'll move on to men, to the husband, and read verses 25 through 33 of chapter 5 of the book of Ephesians. So let's listen for God's word to us this morning. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, in order to make her holy by cleansing her with the washing of water by the word, so as to present the church to himself in splendor, without a spot or wrinkle or anything of the kind. Yes, so that she may be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as they do their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hates his own body, but he nourishes and tenderly cares for it, just as Christ does for the church, because we are members of, the, of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a great mystery. And I am applying it to Christ and the church. Each of you, however, should love his wife as himself, and a wife should respect her husband. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Again today, I would remind you that Paul in 1 Corinthians tells us that the best choice for people is to remain single if they are able. This is a teaching that has been pretty much lost in modern American Christianity, where marriage and the family have been elevated almost to the status of idol. However, if one is going to get married, which Paul says is acceptable if you can't contain your lusts, then Ephesians is here to offer us some guidance for what that might look like. While emphasis has been placed heavily on the submissive nature of women in these descriptions, the role of the man has been de-emphasized. Men have not been held by the modern church, or frankly the church throughout its history, to the standard which is spoken of here in Ephesians. If the man is to be to the woman as Christ is to the church, we should remember that Jesus died for the church, was willing to sacrifice everything he had, underwent humiliation, torture, and struggle before his ultimate death. The role that is being laid out here for the man is one that is deeply sacrificial. It is a role which is dependent upon the elevation of his spouse, even at the cost of his own self. Paul here in Ephesians talks about a man viewing a woman as his own flesh. 
Paul is trying to weave together his understanding of what the church is with the household, making the household a witness and testimony to the church on its best days. For men here, the responsibility is clear. If we are to build our uh, theology around this passage for women, then we should also build it around, build a theology around this passage for men. And that theology has a high bar. Men are to be sacrificing. Men are to elevate their wives. Men are to love their wives as themselves. There is no space in this model for abuse, for dismissiveness, for subordination. So we balance out the teaching with the women to the teaching with the men. And again, as a man in the church, I should say to you, that this element of the household household codes has been constantly de-emphasized. Perhaps it's because it's usually men who are preaching this passage. So, I don't know how much we want to build our marriages around these guidances that we are we receive from the first century. I certainly don't think it's the degree to which they have been emphasized. These household oh golly, I can't say that, you guys. These household codes are something for us to consider to give us an important window into the early church, important insight. But we should also understand that they are not the gospel and that though they have been elevated to be in some sense, they have also been horribly abused, as we'll see again later in the week. So we read all of Scripture, we wrestle with all of Scripture, we try to interpret it faithfully, but we also understand uh, that scripture is broad, that scripture has a lot of different voices within it, and that certainly these passages about how a man and woman should behave within the confines of a marriage, while interesting, should not be read uh, in ways that allow for exploitation, abuse, violence, dismissiveness, or submissiveness. So, let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we pray that your presence would be on our lives. We pray for all those who are in a relationship this day, whether it be of a week or 50 years. We pray for mutual love, mutual sacrifice, mutual respect. We pray that within the church, these same attributes would be visible, that we would love one another faithfully, listen to one another, serve one another, and respect one another. As we begin this week, we pray that you would guide us in all our paths for your name's sake. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tosh will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow, hopefully a little less tongue-tied. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. As always, if you miss an episode, you can find it archived on the church's Facebook page or right here where you're listening to this podcast. For more information about First Presbyterian Church, visit our website at onepres.org. And you can catch other podcasts from the church at the One Pres Pod, available wherever you found this podcast. Thanks for joining us.